This is Tales of Swordfall. Hello, I'm Paul. This is Tales of Swordfall. This is a one-shot. And uh, who am I with tonight? Hi, I'm Lucy, and I'm playing Natalia Vashenko, the Sun Soul Tabaxi. And I'm Phoenix, and I'm playing Clover Silverstone, the Gnome Rogue. And I'm Vera Ren Butterfly. I am playing Guild Zarmon, the Elf Barbarian. Beautiful. Awesome. Uh, yeah, we are gathered here tonight for a one-shot. Uh, this is going to be our winter holiday one-shot that we so planned in advance. Wink, wink. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'll just start. So, we're still in Swordfall, the ever-present glowing sword off in the distance, and in this time, in this setting... It's very often in the distance. We are in this small area with villages that are by, by the mountains, bordering Ambos, the Dwarven Kingdom. And uh, you are all here for one reason or another, because there is a festival going on called the Elkmaken. Uh The Elkmaken fe Festival is when all the large, giant elk, which the locals call avalanche elk, come down from the mountain and go into the plains so they don't have to deal with the harsh cold. Even though after they do come down, the deep snows happen down in the plains. So my first question is for everyone. Why are you here? And what do you look like? Oh, actually, let me give you a bit, bit more information on the festival so you guys can make a little bit more storylined uh, decisions, I guess one would say. Uh, so the festival starts off, uh, you know, in the mid-afternoon before dusk happens. Uh, since this is winter, dusk happens pretty quick and fast. Uh, it's a small celebration amongst all the villages so it's you know kind of big for them and it's all the hunters gather up they test their skills against each other there's food there's drink little children get told stories uh there's music uh they light lanterns that they uh, launch into the sky it's it's a really pretty really simple festival and uh when the night comes uh they actually wait they listen for the scouts who advance into the mountains early. And once they hear the horns come from the mountains, they know that it's time to hunt the elk that are coming down. But we're actually still in the daytime, or what daytime they kind of have right now. And there's the celebration going on. So, as I asked before, <laughs> why are you here? And also, what do you look like? You can answer those in either way. And, you know, uh, shoot, Lucy, I 
have already forgotten your character's name. I should probably put this in a note somewhere. Natalia Vashenko. Natalia. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I uh, can everyone just repeat their names one last time. Clover Silverstone. Clover. Uh-huh. Kill Zarman. Is it kill or gill? Gill. Gill. G-H-I-L. Like <laughs> okay. Natalia, what do you look like and why are you here? Well... Uh, Natalia heard a rumor about the festival and she got curious. She likes meeting new people, trying new things, especially new food and drinks, and collecting trinkets. She has a special fascination for festivals and parties because they don't really have them in the traditional sense back in her order. Um, she is a tabaxi. She's small and rangy with soft golden fur, bright green eyes, and an absolutely glorious fluffy golden tail. Her comically large ears are always twitching and swiveling, and she's practically bouncing on her paws. It's like she's trying to see and hear everything at once. She's wearing a crimson and gold tabard with intricate embroidery belted at the waist. Her paws and forearms are wrapped with white cotton, and she's wearing a delicate clockwork amulet. Nice. Your character sounds adorable, actually. Um, okay, let's see if I get this right. Clover! Uh... What do you look like, and why are you here? She's about three foot tall. She's got messy, messy black hair. She's uh, covered in, like, sort of scratches and bandages, sort of like a little kid who's just been, like, messing around in sand and dirt and just playing. Um, she's got a large, large oversized uh, yellow coat with enormous sleeves, and it's covered both on the outside and inside with many, many pockets that are sort of overflowing <laughs> with random objects and papers and um, so uh, stuff like that. Um, she would be here either the caravan that she's with could have stopped here along the way but she sort of just likes to travel around the world generally and sightsee so she could have been here and i could hear her sort of like being with the children and listening to stories just trying to sneak in awesome um let's see gill what do you look like, and why are you here? Okay, so Gil is a six-foot buff elven um, barbarian. He's wearing a lot of, like, a lot of armor. Some of it's leather, some of it's metal and whatnot. And the reason, well, he's got blonde hair. It's, most of it's kind of fastened up to a ponytail and whatnot. And... He's here mostly for the hunting. The hunting and also to get a little side money for him and his family. Yeah, and uh, on that note, you've probably heard that uh, killing one of these avalanche elk, um, the price per pound is pretty good. So if you're one of the lucky ones, you're able to kill it and able to actually like harvest some of the meat. Uh, you are looking like five gold per pound. And these are giant, like giant elk. So you can get 
you could basically live the rest of your life off the money you can make from this hunt. And that's what some people try to do. Making the family proud. Hells yeah. And also, your character sounds hot. Just FYI. Anyways. Um, you were there. Uh, so, Clover, you said you were sitting down listening to the uh, stories that are being told by whoever's being the bard at the moment. She is trying to blend in and she's sort of like creeping in and sort of trying to just uh, sit with the kid and just trying to listen to whatever stories they have to tell. All right, so you're trying to act natural. Um, Give me either a performance or a uh, deception to see how well you're doing this. Okay. And that's eleven. Uh, and do you have any? Um, uh, would that? What did you say? That would be stealth, or what? What did you say? Uh, performance or deception, whichever is better for you. They have zero, so it's just eleven. That's very average. Um, <laughs> there are some people uh, kind of giving you like a just kind of a double take. They're like, oh, all the children. And they're like, wait a minute. Whoa. Is that a child? But, <laughs> you know, generally most people aren't like giving you guff or anything. There is an adult or two listening to the stories. Maybe without a kid. I mean, it's hard to tell. Some people just really like the stories. If um, anyone stares at her, she's going to growl at them. You're going to growl at them? Yes. <laughs> Are you trying to intimidate them? Badly. <laughs> she okay, would not roll, intimidate well. Roll for it. I just want to see this this train fire start. Oh my god. <laughs> Eight. Um Yeah, you're you're trying to be fierce. Uh do you have any um you do have a modifier on that or no? No, she doesn't she's not an intimidating type, but she does it anyway. <laughs> Um, you know what? This helps your child, like you trying to act like a child, even better because it's not like you know you're being fearsome and stuff. You're kind of coming off as more adorable and childlike, trying to actually like uh trying to growl at the passerbys who give you like a odd stare, and they're just like, oh, it's just a kid, whatever. Nice. Um, what is Natalia doing at the moment? She's probably, um, are there any, like, vendors? Uh, yeah, there would be, like, a few food vendors here and there. Uh, there's people, uh, selling little, uh, antler, uh, tokens. Okay, so she's probably flitting around trying different food and different drinks and... Anything shiny is going to attract her attention. She's just exploring, like, seeing what's new. Well, you see that as you explore this area. Yeah, everyone's kind of in this open uh, field. There's uh, makeshift booths kind of up. But it looks like, you know, this field's used for a lot of things. The uh, ground's a little bare. And... um 
Actually, give me a perception check. Let's see if there's any other details that you can actually see. Fifteen. Fifteen? Cool. So, uh, you notice that there's a lot of markings on the ground. Um, especially a lot of people have been trampling around. Uh, there is one footprint, like, on the very edge of all this field that looks different from everybody else's. It's not a human footprint. It's not tabaxi, so it's definitely not yours. But it looks looks a little different. But, you know, that would maybe gain some attention until someone starts making an announcement of showing off the grand prize. And this person has one of those, uh, like, loud speaker things and uh says here we have the grand prize for this year for whoever gets the largest elk and uh you know all the heads just kind of swivel toward uh what looks like a little stage and on it there's a like very small trophy but it's nice and shiny and um has the year on it and elk hunter of the year on it it looks very like it looks quaint but you can tell somebody who spent a lot of time on this and uh you know it's it's probably very precious to the pe people within these like four or five different villages that do this every year in the meantime what is gil doing Oh, Gil is looking at everything. He's trying to see, um, so are the, um, elk just out and about here? Or no, they, they are still in the mountains. They won't be coming until dusk. Okay, so he's probably looking at his weapon and inspecting it and seeing if it looks sharp enough for the hunt and whatnot. Um, and you're approached by... A very hefty-looking half-orc who um, looks at your weapon, smiles, nods. Uh, yeah, so you're here for the hunt, huh? Yeah. So what you plan to do, just going up and chopping an elk with the axe? <laughs> That's a good one. Um, it's for hunting. Yeah, you're just going to go up to one of these elk and just use the axe. That, that's what you're saying. Yeah. You're a brave man. And he uh, chuckles and slaps you on the back. Man, this is as funny as the one time a person decided to take down an elk with their bare fists. Ah, not the first time I've heard that, but uh, I yeah. wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, well, let me tell you, once you see these elk, you'll understand why they call them avalanche elk. Ah. Well. I hear, I hear they're worth a pretty penny. I came here to get a good amount of gold for my, um, my kids. Well, if you can actually, uh, survive this, <laughs> you'll make a bunch of money. Well, if you get it elk that is but there's other things that will run out when the elk come out and 
other people kind of pick off the smaller things, you know, get a lot of rabbits, a lot of other deer, a lot of pheasants. It's just kind of the what you take opportunity in getting. Hey, if nothing else, it uh, at least feeds the kids. Damn straight. He chuckles again and slaps you on the back again. Seems like he's like trying to be as friendly as he can. Um, also, you can smell a little alcohol in his breath, so... Yeah, he, he, yeah, he, he probably is, is a little bit more chummy than he might usually be. Who knows? <laughs> and, um... Yeah, well, you know... Let me give you one tip. What's that? Just don't look them in the eyes. If you look them in the eyes, they'll see you and they'll gut ya. I've seen it before. That's noted. Well, good hmm. luck. Uh, well. But, you know, I'm going to be the number one elk hunter this year, so, you know. As long as I have enough just to support everyone. That's all I care. It feels kind of bad berating your character now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's not too smart. He, he seems he seems like a very nice guy though. Aw. <laughs> I know. You also hear their announcement about the little trophy for the uh person who brings in the biggest elk. And uh everybody just kinda gathers and um the local people start up songs. Uh everyone give me a performance check. Let's see if you know this song by any means necessary. That's a nine. I got an 18. You got an 18? Cool. Got a 20. Wow. Nat 20. <laughs> yes. There we go. So, um, Gil, are you a local? Or have you just been to this festival a lot? You know, maybe he did a lot of traveling. I mean, I wouldn't say he's a local. Maybe he did a lot of traveling to earn money for his family and whatnot. So maybe this isn't his first time around. That's cool. And how does how does Clover know this song? She might have heard it in her travels or something. Or someone from her caravan? Yeah, maybe someone's from here. From one of like five or six villages that are around. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, it's a very festive song. It, you know, it, it's it's really, really easy to be wrapped up in like the jolliness of it. And then you realize it's really a recipe for making sausage from scratch. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> And as as soon as everybody gets to the part of cracking open the rib cage, you're kind of like, what? <laughs> but it's a very happy, festive song that you know everybody's singing, everybody's enjoying. But uh, you know, if you're like an outsider and you're just not really paying attention to the lyrics, you're like, oh wow, such a joyous, festive song. It's like one of those songs where you enjoy the song and then you realize the lyrics. You're like, oh my gosh. Or Ring Around the Rosie where you're like, oh, that's kind of a cool little song. And then you find out the meaning behind oh it. You're gosh. like, 
Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, Natalia is just delighted. <laughs> Happy holidays from everyone at Tales of Swordfall. <laughs>